in this one. I feel like we ain't did this in forever. <laughs> We forgot. I, that reminds me. I listened to uh, Easy Mills, the redo of Duality. Oh, okay, not that did. original. Yeah. They didn't have them uh, heavy metal songs or whatever. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. them last two songs on that album, that boy was singing. He was he was going on some of them songs. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I heard. I was like, I had to look at it. Like, this song? Like, that's a different person. It was crazy. <laughs> he just looks so short. Yeah, he got weird like vibe to him. Yeah, I just listen. You like a skateboarder. He he gonna be good if because uh, he produced all this. I prefer him having some other producers that uh, do his work. Maybe so he even if he can do all the singing and all that stuff, then he may mess around and catch a hit. Stop looking like a skateboarder. Yeah, I don't need to. Look like he was in mid nineties. <laughs> Stun me off a little bit. That's a movie I watched at work. <laughs> And then was the early days of me starting that job. Hey, man. <laughs> Had them let them know. I got, know I got stuff to do. You got to let them know. <laughs> this is what I do. So if y'all don't like it, let me know now so I can start looking for employment yeah. elsewhere. All right. Well, this is Heavy Eyes. Just in case you forgot, here we'll be, you know, reviewing Five Got. Gotta keep it 55th Street. <laughs> you ain't forget. All right, our fans. Hey, what are you saying? We got, them, oh, yeah. we got them real thug fans <laughs> who die by theirs. <laughs> But here we were just reviewed the latest and greatest uh, this time around. We are going to review, be reviewing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant, Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, and to start out, did you fall asleep on this? I ain't fell asleep in theaters <sighs> since 2020 when we <sighs> went to go see Invisible Man. <sighs> <laughs> Seeing movies after work back in that day was tough. Yeah, I was looking, I was looking back at pictures. I was I was in full like work clothes, yeah, seeing these movies. badge hanging, I'm like, that's crazy <laughs> button up on in the theater <laughs> with the slacks. Icy, icy, and popcorn and stuff ain't enjoyable when you got your <laughs> work clothes on. I think I luckily I think I just I was in between uh, jobs when Endgame came out, so I had my T-shirts on and everything. But before that, Men in Black and yeah. other crap around that time. I, I saw Endgame. I had a polo on, That's, some khakis. For going to see a movie, a three-hour movie after and a work day, and fell asleep. Good night. Talk to him. <laughs> my, one of my favorite movies of all time. Going to sleep in this bad <laughs> seen it the second time. Seen a scene I didn't see the first like, time. Ooh. That's fun. Yeah. I had to delete a scene. See y'all when see? y'all seen it the second time. Y'all ain't had to delete a scene. <laughs> so that was a good thing about falling asleep. That was the that was the glass half full. Like I'm gonna see something around that second time around. I ain't seen before. Now at home, I did fall asleep, and when I saw F9 and the Batman. But besides those, I haven't been falling asleep on movies anymore. I got mm. powers. My pa- I'm unstoppable. <sighs> See, I can't see. I glossed over the movie I recently fell asleep on because I was like, "That's a <laughs> that don't usually happen no more." <laughs> that's just a that's a what's that f word for that don't really happen. That's what that was, and I didn't fall asleep on this movie either. So we can go ahead and just jump right on in. And I know you chatted or we chatted about this on uh, the more recent episode of Thirty Year Old Kids. Definitely go check those out if you haven't already listened. But what were your overall thoughts on um, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles before we kind of break it down a little bit? Overall, I thought it was a good, fun movie. Uh, enjoyable. I like what Seth Rogen did with it. I like that they had teens actually doing the voice of these Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
And yeah, overall that was good. Same, I echo those sentiments. I, th- I thought it was a great movie, uh, very enjoyable. It's just, it was one of those watches where, I mean, even though I thought there was different aspects of the movies that were well done, it was a crisp hour and a half, uh, and that's you know, maybe not count credits or whatever. Um, but it just it was just enjoyable. Like you just you just found yourself actually um just just entertained the whole time whether i was laughing whether i was feeling any sort of emotion i was just i was just entertained and i was forced to watch this movie in 3d too which i wasn't too happy oh, yeah, about yeah that's i didn't i didn't love that and even with that um i just, just it took because i ain't it. seen a movie in 3d in a long time it took my eyes so long to adjust to just it looking like that yeah i was, I was prepared because I've, I've accidentally ran into some 3d movies recently <laughs> over the past year or two where i have my glasses on and just throwing them bad boys over and my frames just keep getting bigger and bigger which means it's harder and harder to yeah, put the i used to hate i used to put them 3d glasses over the ray-bans see now i was prepared i was like no 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 and i'm gonna catch me the contacts on before then <laughs> and i was all good to go but uh but no it's just it was just a, a very well done movie I, I know i feel like this movie took a while to make and it definitely kind of shows in just the, the, how the quality came out again. Just nothing, nothing felt like it was wasn't needed. It was, didn't do too much of anything. It was just a well done, short to the point movie. It understood that it had a family type of audience. So even though there was references that only probably teens will understand or this generation, there was also like references for adults. There was just it was just references for everybody to really enjoy. And that's a that's kind of a hard territory to stay within, especially when you're making a PG movie, a PG family movie, especially from a brand that's dedicated to kids and families. You can either be too corny for kids or you can be too adult for for the kids themselves. And I thought this one played right there in the middle, especially for somebody like Seth Rogen, who is known for making a more adult material, even though he's probably scaled down in the past later parts of his career. But I just thought it was just a well-done movie. Mm-hmm. It's funny to see how, because the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, when it was first a comic book, uh, it was super violent. It was black and white. Yeah. You couldn't tell the difference in their mask. <laughs> the, the different colors in the season. Now it's family movies, Nickelodeon. Um, yeah, I was watching that when they all were, when they first started fighting. I was like, we about to see these people slice these people up with because he has his swords, mm-hmm. little swords. <laughs> like there has to be some violence in, in within that. So it's just it's always interesting to see them actually battle people and that one, uh, see what we're able to see. Fight scene where what song was playing? Was it No Diggity? Something was playing. Someone was playing. Uh, but uh, that that fight scene where there's uh, going to the different places that was sweet. Def, def, definitely well done movie some entertaining fight scenes um but yeah but let's let's dive into the the animation it's had a uh a uniqueish form of animation so what was your thoughts on the the animation for teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem i thought it was uh pretty cool and i like seeing something different don't need to see the same style of animation every time um Especially with their have having being so many animated cartoon versions, and then that animated movie from when that movie come out two thousand nine, that TMNT, one of those. Yeah, so it was cool to see something different. You know, I, I agree. Like I know we got a 
Like I mentioned on the other show, they got like Spider Man into the Spider Verse has really been showing what you can do when you kind of step it out the step out the bag when it comes to animation. Um, I felt like what like the Lego Movie did with catering the animation to the actual like theme and the brand, like and that's what you know Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles did here. A lot of comic esque inspiration, a lot of things not moving as fluid or. Um, just background effects not moving as fluid. You see a lot of the comic lines within the structure. I just, it's really cool when, done well, obviously, but it's cool when a movie or a brand has a certain theme or a certain something about it and they incorporate that into the animation instead of doing, like you said, just using your typical clean animation that you would see from any one of these other big animation studios, Pixar, uh, Illumin- Illumination, or whatever they're called. Like, it's just, it's, it's cool to see it actually. It brings to life the the story more when the you actually put into the world that actually feels like it belongs, not just hey, when I made an animated movie, let's just get all the best animators to make a typical animation movie to where they just look like turtles and blah 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 blah. So, very well done, very well done. Can't wait to see if this actually gets a sequel because they teased a sequel at the end, mm-hmm. and it's not doing bad. They made its money back, so yeah. so we'll, it'll be interesting to see where they go from there. I hope so. I hope it gets a sequel. Shoot I want to see the story continue. It can't just end right there now. Yeah, you got. We glad at least see Shredder. Yeah, now they in high school, looking weird. I'm like, get these freaks yeah, out of yeah, my y'all school. Still weirdos. Oh yeah, put a mask on because y'all. <laughs> I just got a school, school full of weirdos hanging out. Each other. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go in a little bit deeper. Let's talk about the humor level. I know I mentioned that it wasn't laugh out loud funny throughout the whole thing, but what would you say? What would you say when it comes to the humor? Hilarious, funny, could have been better. Like, what were your thoughts on the comedy aspect of the movie? It wasn't nonstop funny, but it was funny enough to make the movie enjoyable because it mixed the funny with the action scenes with just forward in the story. And it wasn't like super long. If it was real long, then it would be noticeable. Yeah. It not being fun- as funny, but because of the length of the movie, I think it was uh, fine. And then you could kind of see some of the. Seth Rogen style humor in it, um, and that made it just as a fan, I made it enjoyable for me. Yeah, like them. So some of the like some of the jokes weren't like uh, stomach hurting, tears coming out your eyes, but it was just like okay, that was a that was a nice, well written joke for this type of movie. Like again, you're just we're coming off of so many different iterations of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like you said, starting from being very adultish, graphic novel esque. To slowly making it, or quickly, however you want to look at it, turning it into a kid's show, a kid's brand. I mean, the last thing that we've seen from this was the live-action Michael Bay franchise. Yeah, as far as the movies. Yeah, from the movie perspective, outside of, I'm pretty sure there's been a thousand TV shows. Yeah, it's been on Nickelodeon. Ben Schwartz, the king of blue. Uh, (laughs) He was the blue uh, DuckTales character. He's Sonic. He was Leo and Ninja he, Turtles. He the real crip. <laughs> <laughs> but so, like, when you just start seeing things, you start to go into it, no matter who's behind it. Uh, you just come you come into it with a level of expectations. It's just like, all right, we'll see. And then you start to watch it. You're like, okay, this, this, this is done with some thought. Some thought behind it. Well-timed uh Gen Z millennial references. I was surprised they threw the term Riz in there, which over the past year I just figured out what that meant. <laughs> so it was just, and it, but it was well timed. Like, I, I, I'm, 
I'm annoyed by a lot of slang that these kids throw out there just because I'm old, <laughs> I'm grouchy, I'm setting my ways. But that with seeing the way they they uh, said it within there, I thought that was funny. Like, okay, that makes sense. Um, seeing them actually act more like kids, seeing them not be accustomed to actually fighting people, like seeing their origin story play out in this crisp, quickly, uh, or not well paced film that wasn't long. It just was. It just felt. I just felt I just appreciated it. So again, with the, like you said, the humor it wasn't constant. It was just enough. It was a right level, but I appreciated it because when it did pop up and how it popped up, I was like, okay, I might not be bursting laughing, but it was still good. I'll still give it credit for being a good joke or a well timed joke or just a well timed time place of attempted humor. Mm-hmm. And Ice Cube was funny too. So. Yeah, <laughs> wait. He was using some colorful language for a, a family movie. Yeah, he was, he, was, he was intimidating. I don't know how they stopped him. He definitely was. Uh, he could have been a big bad. He was a freakazoid. Yeah, yeah, like, he, oh. he became a kaiju at the end. <laughs> He's like a, yeah, that was funny. I don't, I don't know how them horses got attached to him. That was funny. And then when they shot that thing, he was like, I just lost one horse. I do that. That's good. <laughs> I'm like, if he came from the water, and he merged with the squid and the octopus. Where them horses come from? <laughs> but whatever. Again, certain movies you don't like. Look, you, a thought crosses your mind. Then depending on the quality yeah, of the stays. If they would have put too much thought into that, then they wouldn't have had the joke that the horse just one yeah. horse just ran off. Yeah, that's why you you get away with a lot when your quality is good. Mm-hmm. If it's not good, then I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start letting those thoughts linger a little bit longer. I'm gonna start doing more research. I'm gonna start asking follow up questions. But if you're good, and I had a, a thought that might not sit well with them, it just comes goes and I go about my day. Yeah, they gotta make a sequel because they uh, tease Shredder, but then Kate, you can't forget about Casey Jones, this hockey mask, yeah. crime, whatever he that was voiced by uh, Chris Evans, I believe, in that last animated movie that was in the theaters. And was played by Arrow in mm-hmm. live actions. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> and Megan Fox was April O'Neil. Well, Annette was her cameraman for some reason. Yeah. And then in this one, uh, the young lady whose name I can never pronounce. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to pull Ayo it up. Ayo Abadabadu. <laughs> Ayo Edabiri from... Um, She's from the Big Bear. Mouth, the Big Bear. Mouth, Abbott. Apparently, he's in Thunderbolts. Yeah, she likes Songbird and Thunderbolts. See, all these actors, actors and actresses, because she's also was in, apparently in Spider Man across the Spider Verse. But all these people, all, at least the kids, I was like, I swear I've heard each one of these kids from something prominent that I just can't think of. <laughs> and then I looked up their names and then looked up their filmography. I'm like, they ain't been in nothing. Mm-hmm. Or most of them ain't been in nothing. Some of them have been, and they sounded very young to the point where I'm like, what I'm thinking of sounds like it came out like a few years ago, but <laughs> I don't recall. What's going? Their voices are going to drop here soon. What's going? They going to still be the voices of these characters? It pitch correct. Are you going to recast? <laughs> they going to pitch it up. <laughs> like I swear, I heard um, the guy who played Leonardo before, but then I'm looking at his filmography and I don't know any of this stuff. <laughs> uh, looking up the guy who played Donatello. And again, I'm hearing his voice, and I'm like, I've heard him from so many things. But again, short filmography. I think it might be the, uh, what's his name? The black kid, Shannon Brown Jr. I think I seen him, heard, or seen him in something, but I'm not sure. One of these other kids was in Good Boys. 
So I guess maybe that's where I recognize his name. But I don't know. These kids got very like recognizable voices to not be recognizable names. But I don't know. Maybe that just shows that they did a good job, mm-hmm. or they, they their their acting level was on, or reminiscent of other actors that I've seen before. But I say all that to say I thought they all did a great job, especially for some of this being some early work for theirs or first time working a big movie or voice actor, whatever the case may be. I thought they all did a great job, really made it feel like we were watching actual teenagers uh, just play out on screen or play out within the movie. So I appreciate them doing that. Uh, Jackie Chan did a great job. All the celebrities part of... um, What's his name? Uh, Superfly's gang. Yeah, all them, whenever they would make a sound or whenever they did speak, I thought they did well, as well as Ice Cube doing well. Uh, Ayo, Edaberry or whatever her name is, she did a great job. So, again, shout out to all the voice actors. They did the animation. They did the writing justice. So, I was satisfied. All right, what else we got here? So, now... I want to ask you, I kind of teased this earlier, and I know you had, or on the, the other show, so again, if you didn't listen to it, go listen to 30-Year-Old Kids, but now that we got yet another entry into the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles lore, wanted to ask you, is this the best Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles property, movie, whatever that you've ever seen? And if it's not, what's it the best one? has to be one? easily. Easy, so it's easily better than Michael Bay's one and two. I ain't seen two. I don't think for sure better than. First of all, Michael Bay tried to make them aliens. Yeah, that dude. just defeats the hope. I know the create because the creators of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles still alive and kicking. I know that was probably like that's not what that's not what that's, the, that's not that's not the point. He was throwing nunchucks, pizza, <laughs> just ninja stars at the screen and disgust <laughs> and. And a lot of these, they don't really make them like teenagers. Definitely not. <laughs> They'd be like grown. In Michael Bay's, they were played, the mocap was played by grown men. Johnny Knoxville. And, <laughs> and they look disturbing. Yeah, they look nasty. They were all big. And, uh, I, no. K- kids like lizards. And I know what's her name wasn't no teen in the movie. She better not have been. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, so it's easily better than those. It's got to be better than them old ones from back in the day. Them oh, three. Yeah, off off assumption, I'm just gonna assume it's got. And as far as anime, it's better than that TMNT movie that was in 2007. Mm-hmm. I remember liking the, um, I think either the first or second cartoon, and then after that, I'm too old. See, I need but, to. I need to find some kid who like still really be watching like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all the time. Got like the action see- figures. Which I had all four of them. I was about to say that's what that's what hit me <laughs> while I was watching this. I was like, I swear one of us had them. I was mm-hmm. like, I know this dude had all, had all of them. four. Of them. Those were sweet too, and it was from that animated series. You should get them back. Oh, hold on. That live action Ninja Turtles TV show that used to come on around the same time as like Power Rangers in Space and Mass Rider and all that. Wiped it from my memory. That had they introduced a fifth turtle on there, oh. Venus de Milo. It nah, was a I girl, mean, and you could tell it was a girl because she had the long. Ponytail. Oh, uh, I remember this. Bandana. I, for, I forgot about that. Did you have that toy? Of course. I was say, that, that's I why it sounds familiar. All toys. <laughs> <laughs> I had all of Toys R Us. Yeah, any toy from around that time from any show, I liked that every last one of them. This dude walked into the toy store. That's Mr. Toys R Us. Yeah. <laughs> 
so yeah, it's definitely better than all the movies. It's better than them shows. I did see one scene from the last Ninja Turtle show. I think it might have been the finale of it. They had a real sweet fight scene, but I didn't watch that show because when that came out, I was probably 27. <laughs> I will watch it at the movies, yeah. but I am not watching the TV show. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah it, it felt different for some reason. Yeah, it's all about time and place. Now, now if they would have said that's an anime, I probably would have well, watched okay, it. That's <laughs> I mean, that ain't a cartoon, really. <laughs> so, yeah, why just say <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta adjust stuff in your brain somehow? <laughs> Yeah, whatever funnel it needs to go through for me to want to watch it, just let it go through. Because I watched that, I watched that Superman show on Max, but I won't watch them other animated yeah, DC stuff. Never. I don't know what I don't know what what makes what makes that watchable. And what make those not watchable? Hey, whatever funnel it can go through to register that way we want it to register. Hey, it is what it is. All right. Well, since Seth Rogen, you know, was one of the creators of this movie, wanted to ask you. If Seth Rogen had to write another struggling property, or you know, a, a create or write the script for another struggling property, what would it be based off of these choices? So your first, our first category is a DC movie. So if Seth Rogen was brought in to write one DC movie, what would it be, or what would your choice for him be? He would do the Booster Gold and Blue Beetle movie. But if it has to be something that's already been made, that's struggling. It's it's less options than you would think. Huh? They just keep striking out the like, same. <laughs> yeah, they're like, all right, try it again. <laughs> you know? Try it again with this little twist. You could do Justice League. Let mm-hmm. him have all of them characters. Yeah, and, play around with all of them. Yeah, see what he can do with that. I can dig it. I can dig it. I would. I don't know why Green Lantern comes to my head. I was gonna say Green Lantern, but he did Green Hornet already. I ain't want to double up on the green. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> that is a good point. But if he didn't make Green Hornet, I would go with Green Lantern just because I feel like that's at least one of the immediate big names that come to mind where he can play around with the the comedic aspect a little bit more. Uh, and I don't know. I think he just has one of one of uh you know one of the real creative minds in hollywood and so with especially with the boys yeah invincible preacher he know how to do yeah. superhero shows and stuff if he knows how to do it with a comedic aspect to it or like an off the wall aspect to it so with green lantern literally his powers is, is almost like his, his imagination and what he's able to concoct with his brain in that ring so i think that would give uh, Seth Rogen a lot of room to play around with and bring other you know bring other Green Lanterns in and all that good stuff. So definitely, I uh, think my choice would be Green Lantern. But I would not be mad at the Justice League seeing him with a Batman would be hilarious. Mm-hmm. Seeing him with Superman could be entertaining. Wonder Woman, uh, Ezra Miller's Flash, of course, because ain't no other person the Flash. Yeah, that's why. When they gonna bring Flash back at once? Uh, James Gunn gets his DC started. This no, ten years at least. Is Cyborg everyone? I don't. No. I want to see a teen Cyborg. He's a Teen Titan member. Leave it at that. He don't need to be with the dots. Don't want to see an emo Cyborg either. Yeah, and he don't get a solo movie. Definitely. I can't believe they was they greenlit that or at least had that. They were gonna do all that. They put that on a map. They were gonna do it all backwards. They were gonna just League, and then everybody get their solos. 
We're going to leave Justice League like, yo, Cyborg. Yeah, it, well, it didn't make me excited. He didn't do nothing cool where I was like, I got to see a solo movie with him. <laughs> I just I can't get over DC. I just can't get over how they've done it. All right, well, so we did DC. Now, between Transformers and G.I. Joe, if he had to do one of those, say one of those struggling properties, I know they've banded together at this point. If they had to, if they had, they were still doing their own little solo Johns, which that's also what I really don't like in Bel Air. I know this is a completely different show, completely different topic, but them jawing it up at the rate that they be jawing it up. It ain't Philly. I don't care. <laughs> the way they say it is a lot less easier to adapt to than when they did it in Creed, but whatever. I ain't from Philly. But Transformers or G.I. Joe? Well, he famously told Jonah Hill not to do that Transformers movie. <laughs> And uh, I think he could do it. He always says, him and Evan, if they ever run out of movies, they have a movie called AWOL, where it's about somebody who leaves the army or whatever, something like that. So that makes me want to go with G.I. Joe, because they have some ideas around that. So, And I think that would be a better choice with characters and more flexibility. Wouldn't because at some point, Transformers needs to be mostly about the Transformers and not have so many d- different people in it. Interacting with these Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'll go G.I. Joe. Well, at least in their defense, they've been going in the past. Yeah, you got to do The pre-San Witwicky era. Yeah, they go back. <laughs> um, yeah, I would definitely agree. Uh, well, mostly just from the aspect of at least Transformers seen some W's. Like, regardless of what you think of the initial three movies. Yeah, the first one at the time. I could have walked out of that theater and said that was my favorite movie ever. Uh-huh. Really good. I remember seeing my neck was hurting when I seen that movie. I was so close to that screen, but it didn't take away from the experience. And that last one, with the, all I take away from that one is uh, Shia LaBeouf got hurt during the production. Oh, yeah. And next thing you know, he just gets teleported to a desert scene and his hurt hands yeah. hurt. Oh. Ouch. <laughs> and that, and then I walked, I remember the third one, because at a point in time, that third act was probably one of my favorites because it was just pure chaos that yeah. happened in that last hour. They just destroyed that city. Yeah, I like that scene. And then what happened after that with the Mark Wahlbergs of the Fourth world? Fourth one, I'm like, I ain't quite feeling this. Fifth one, I don't know if I've seen it. Maybe I've seen the fifth. <laughs> Wait, is it, which one's first? Age of Extinction or last The Last Night? I believe Age of Extinction was for, let me look these up. The Age of Extinction is first, and then Last Night is... I mean, that would make sense, because Last Night is... <laughs> they started talking about King Arthur, and... All right, it was Transformers. Good. Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Sequelitis. <laughs> Transformers Dark of the Moon. I mean, I liked it at the time. Yeah. Goofy. Then it was... Uh, yeah, Transformers Age of Extinction. Dinosaurs. And then Transformers Last Night. That's the one I don't think I've seen. You're not missing it. I haven't seen Transformers Last Night or Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Or Rise of the Beast. <laughs> He's like, I'm done. After Age of Extinction, brand is extinct for me. <laughs> Bumblebee was good. I'm going to watch Rise of the Beast. I don't okay. care that I missed two of these movies. You're not missing. You don't even need to watch Bumblebee to write, uh, Bumblebee to watch this new one. <laughs> I didn't, didn't see uh, Last Night because after, uh, what's it called, Age of Extinction, I was like, I'm really eager to see these no more. I don't know if I don't got too old or you're not missing anything. Literally, I don't know what carries over. It don't matter. All you need to know is Optimus Prime still there, Bumblebee still there. They got humans. 
yeah. fighting either Decepticons, dinosaurs, or, the Om- or people from Omicron, all that type of stuff. So, I mean, you might as well just wait. You can wait till the, the animated one comes out with uh, Chris Hemsworth and Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, Transformers 1. Which they say they're doing some crazy things with that animation. So. Okay, we'll see. I just recently watched an episode of the, or one of the old Transformers animated series. Transformers, more than meets the eye. It was pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Transformers popcorn tin. <laughs> and I just got it just because. <laughs> all right, well, that's pretty much all I have to say on uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Anything you want to add before we head on out of here? Not, not with the success of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, they need to make Samurai Pizza Cats. Samurai Pizza Which Cats. Which was a, a cartoon I watched when I was young. So just adapt that into something. Do oh, yeah. something with that. I know they. I've read something. They were going to do something with the something Street Shark. Something Street Sharks. I forget what <laughs> I forget what that show was oh, called. <laughs> Are we getting that? Getting loose on ideas? Are we just getting sick of redoing things? And Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is called that because of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's like, we need a thing, a thing, and then the thing. <laughs> What's that Street Shark show called before we get up out of here? I wonder, I wonder how they pick the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Does they try, like, adolescent, uh, alien? <laughs> okay, it was called Street Sharks. That was a- Kid Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, adult Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> uh, adolescent. Alien. I want to say a real, real grounded version just called Turtles. It's just actual <laughs> turtles <laughs> just walking around. You don't see the fights happen. All you just see, the next thing they just walk away is just some turtles there. Oh, yeah. It was Street Sharks because their action figures were made by Mattel. And, you know, Mattel and WB's oh. all arrogant. So they might. like, we're doing everything. So we're about to get a Street Sharks movie. I was say, they might be way ahead of you. They're like, we already storyboarding. That's going to be a mess. Because this looks good. They look crazy. They're a mess. <laughs> They're going to mess up the, because they're going to start doing some Barbie stuff and it's going to mess up something. Soon as, if they ever greenlit a Barbie 2, they've already messed up. <laughs> we just, it is a brand that makes a bunch of money already. I don't, I don't know what the dolls be selling anymore, but you don't need to make a sequel. <laughs> but whatever, I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to go on a tirade and ain't got no time for that. So, if you haven't seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, definitely go check it out. I don't recall doing a grading scale on this. Oh, yeah, and Ninja Turtles Back in Time or whatever that video game that was on the uh, Super Nintendo. That was a fun game. I remember the old game with the, uh, what's it called? I forget where I was at. It was at some car place, but I kept playing that uh, the game with the big boxes with the joysticks. What's those called? Arcades. Arcades. <laughs> I'm getting, I mean, the younger old. I can't, I can't pick a side. But that made me remember my thought on when we was talking about James Gunn again on a different episode where he said, where you said um, he's creating video games to go with this. And all I could think of, James Gunn, we haven't got Grand Theft Auto in... I don't know how many years. <laughs> They're already saying they can no longer do Call of Duty every year now because games are getting so hard to produce at the level that we expect them to come out at. NBA Live got pushed to the grave mm-hmm. because coming out a year after year was getting tough. <laughs> so you think you're going to start creating video games off a brand that's not even in a good space? 
And you thought we was working these other animators to the bone, to the core, and whatever, working them super difficult just to get animation off the ground. You think you're gonna do the same thing for some animators when it comes to a video game? All right, good luck. But again, if you haven't seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, definitely go check it out. Uh, both uh, both got glowing reviews from us. Um, you get, have to find out at the end of the year where it where it falls on our list. Is it one of the highest be- or one of the highest? Or is it a high movie on our list? Is it just a high animated movie on our list? I don't know. Time will tell. But it is I, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Uh, Teenage Mutant Leo Turtles. Or I could just call myself uh, Leonardo from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. (laughs) And I am here with Joaquin Pennysworth. And you know I gotta go get me some food because <laughs> this energy drink got yeah, my stomach got, doing karate kicks. I got taste for something, but now I feel like I don't want to eat food after there was a bug in my food. 